Welcome to Wellbeing. Thank you for joining us. I'm Susie Tapley, founder of MASK, the Center for Wellbeing on Nantucket and beyond. This is where we have curious, compassionate conversations about what makes each of us well. I'm joined again in conversation with Joanna Roche. Joanna needs no introduction. She is the executive director of Mariah Mitchell. She is a mother, a friend, a sister, a philanthropist, beautiful sound healer, and an overall dynamic community member. And last week, we had the pleasure of talking about our thoughts and how our thoughts drive our emotions and our overall well-being. Today, we're going to get into sound and how sound opens a doorway to help shift those thoughts. Good morning, my friend. Good morning. Thank you for having me back so we could continue on this journey into talking about sound. Well, this is what you opened in our in our first conversation. And for those of you who didn't listen, I would really encourage you to start with part one of the conversation. What you opened is just really powerful for people, which is you said you talked about how, you know, how you manage your own thoughts in a day and how you pull yourself back from a situation and really respond and what that takes. And I asked you to break it down a little bit because I think that um, that's hard for people to grasp. And you gave the most beautiful answer about awareness and really becoming aware and kind of watching ourselves. And so one of your many gifts is your sound and your sound experience is very different than I've been doing sound. I've had the pleasure of doing sound for probably 15 years in various places. Your sound experience is very different. It's um, very connected in the sense that you actually put the physical bowls on our bodies. And it's also, um, it's a deep experience that requires nothing of us except to receive and so can you talk about, I think we should start with you talking about your sound process, and then we can move into how you are really opening a doorway for people to access themselves and choose their thoughts in a different way. Mm-hmm. Okay, those are those are great ways for us to start this. I, I mean, I guess I will kind of wind it back just a little bit and talk about sound as we know it as one of our senses because mm-hmm. I think one of the things that you just said about, you know, coming to my sound classes, it is all about receiving, but uh, let's take it back to, I like to think about it as, and I do this in groups often when I am asked to facilitate something or set a tone or begin something anew, right? I think about, taking it all away and thinking about if we were going to do this for, let's say Nantucket, right? So we are on this Island, Mm -hmm. right? In the middle of the sea. and, And we are standing on ground that was inhabited by native American peoples many, many years ago. So if we take it all the way back to that, Mm-hmm. And you think about what sounds you might have heard, what the ocean would have sounded like, what the birds would have sounded like, what the wind in the trees would have sound sound like, you know, what you might have smelled. Can you place yourself in that space and feel the earth in that moment? Mm. Right. Because where I like to start is stripping it all away. 
right? And so in a class that might look like lie on your mat, let go of everything that just happened in your day, Mm -hmm. feel the ground, start to tune into your breath, right? So again, it's that same sort of stripping away of everything else. And whether you're doing that in a nature setting or in a class setting, there's, you know, I kind of think about it as like the baseline, right? Let's get to the place where you are feeling your heartbeat and hearing your breath. Ooh, get to the place where we are in our bodies and it's just yeah. us, where we're, where we're yep. still. Yep. Mm. Yep. And there's no fancy technique to that. I think it can be achieved just by somebody guiding you to that place of, all right, let go of your day, let go of everything that happened, right? Feel your body on the floor. You know, if you're outside, get a sense of that spaciousness of nature and just come back to yourself. Mm-hmm. And then that's where we can start the sound. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. Yes. To just. And. Yeah, to come to just come back to ourselves, I think, is so I, when I you guide someone that, to feel the earth on like feel, feel right. the floor that is coming back right. to yourself. And when you're when you're taking a walk outside and you're pausing to really soak in what's around you, that's coming back to yourself for anybody listening who's saying, well, how do I strip away the day? This is all the things that happened. It's those right. micro moments where you're like, the right. only thing I'm going to do is feel my feet. Right. Or whatever and, it might and, be. You know, this is also called nature bathing, right? In in the scheme of of how <laughs> the world mm-hmm. labels things. Right. So it's if you're doing this practice outside, it's called nature bathing, where you are just existing in nature and you've stripped away all of the excess. And it's the same thing if you come into a sound healing class. Well, right? it's sound you're, bath, right? Nature bath, yes. sound bath. You're nature just engulfed in nature but, or you're engulfed yes. in sound. The thing that you're asked to do is just strip away everything else other than yourself and your breath. Mm. And I, what I say to people in the class is you don't have to do anything. There is no work. All, and if you get distracted, just return to your breath. Mm-hmm. It's super simple. Like you cannot screw it up. Mm-hmm. And I think eliminating that sense of I'm doing this wrong. I can't do it. This is not possible. Right. You kind of eliminate those excuses or ways in which our brain keeps us busy Mm -hmm. unnecessarily. Mm -hmm. And so you're really cultivating that, that practice when you're in a class or when you're doing nature bathing, because it's really similar. Um, And then I think you can start to layer in some basic things. You know, there are some sort of basic things that I work with. One of which is, you know, the eight heartbeats, the eight hertz model, which is that's the uh, eight hertz. Eight hertz is the heartbeat of Mother Earth, mm. right? And the and I use a drum because essentially the drum is the first sound that you ever heard. I love which the was drum. your mother's heartbeat. Mm, I love the right? drum. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was your mother's heartbeat. Everyone started with the same sound, right? Mm. So that's a universal sound. That Every is a beautiful, beautiful right? point that I have never really connected until this moment that we all started with the same sound. I mean, when you really stop and think about that, that's a moment that really helps you get immediately get still and get into your body that every one of us started with that same sound. 
That's really and, beautiful. And every animal whose whose mm. mother had a heartbeat. Yes. Every single living thing that was a mammal anyway who had a heartbeat, that's they started with the same sound. Mm. That's that's talk about right. So that talk is about a, connecting you know, us, it's right? A, yeah, universal truth. Nature's a perfect system, right? Right back to the basics. And then you think about the other thing that I talk about sometimes is Schumann's resonance, which is the noise that the earth makes when it rubs against itself. Mm. Now there's a much more scientific explanation for that, but for most people <laughs> that answers mm-hmm. the question and it's kind of like a sound that goes, but it creates a great, it's very grounding, mm. right? It's an extremely grounding the sound, but what did I just say? It's the sound the earth makes when it rubs against itself. Mm. Right, so atmosphere and the earth, and that sound is also measured in hertz, which is eight. So, so it all is this very connected, very connected thing. And then there are other things that measure in at eight hertz. I think one of them is you know if you mine Himalayan salt below the earth's surface, that also has a vibration of around eight. And so this hertz business is something. You know, the the person that I sort of studied about with regard to Hertz was Nicholas Tesla. And most people are surprised by that. But he was. Why Why is that? I think that they don't. I think they don't connect Nicholas Tesla as sort of being the, the, the father of sound in some ways, because he was really in a race with Thomas Edison to discover electricity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he kept getting sort of um, beaten by various, you know, uh, various manipulations in that arena at that time. But he was a really brilliant guy. And around the turn of the century, he was in New York City in a high rise and he had a machine that he was using to experiment with creating vibration. And he almost brought down his high rise building from the vibration, right? Because he was learning how to measure Hertz and sound and um, brilliant guy worth reading about. But I think that one of the things he was trying to show was how much humans are affected by sound and sound waves and sound vibration. And, well, you know, I think that in, yeah, go ahead. When you just said that, that he almost took down his high rate, high rise with the vibration of sound. I mean, that's really an incredible visual. And it makes so much sense that when we're sitting inside, you know, the tiny room at, we'll take mast because that's where we are. But if we're sitting inside that studio space at mast and sound is, um, you know, resonating and vibrating through our bodies and our minds, it makes sense why it has such a huge impact. And it's it's one of our pillars at MAST because of how accessible it is. And so share with us when you're in that state, you've taken it, you've you've helped us connect to ourselves, you've slowed us down, you've given us a moment, you're playing an underlying current that connects us to the earth and to our heart and to each other. And what does that do? What is the state that it puts our bodies and our, brain, and our brains in? And what are we able to access within ourselves when we're in that state? Most of the time we're, we operate in that alpha state, which is, let's say for the purposes of this conversation, right around 40 hertz. And we want to get down to the theta state, which is 8 to 10 hertz, sometimes 12 hertz. And what the sound bowls do and what the vibration does is 
drop your brain waves to a lower hertz. Mm. And when you do it more frequently, it happens more quickly. And the the thing that's really the I think the most significant about sound healing and about this experience is that this is going to happen to you whether you want it to or not. I love that. Right? You mm-hmm. can't stop it from happening. It is a trigger. And I think that that's why I sometimes call sound bath like the gateway drug to meditation <laughs> because you can't help yourself. You are doing it. And then what happens is, and it's really funny because this, you know, mostly type A men have this response, right? They're like, well, I just fell asleep. And I'm like, exactly. Mm -hmm. It took your brainwaves from alpha to theta. Like, what do you think happens when you're in theta state? You fall asleep. Mm -hmm. Now, what you can do beyond that, if you practice this regularly, is you can drop into lucid dreaming, which is really where you can repattern your thoughts and and um, sort of have those talks with yourself (laughs) Mm -hmm. where you're able to say, I want to make a change or- Okay, so let's talk about this this. because this is really, so, okay, so I am with you here. So for those listening, you, I love what you just said about the more you do it, the easier it is to drop in. I know that to be true. That has been my experience. It's the reason sound is a pillar at MAST because it's so accessible. What you said, you don't have to do anything. And so here we go. We're now, you've now dropped us in. If you can enter into that, can you describe the lucid state? And what I love about your class too is that you, if we back it up, you start with an intention. Yeah. You really get us thinking about, and this is where that intention comes back to play in that lucid state in our brain, and we can start to map out a new possibility. Can you share that piece with us? That moment in the sound bath and what you're seeing as a facilitator. Yeah. I mean, I really just see myself as a guide, right? There's, there's no other, there's no, there's not a better word. I don't think people heal other people. I think people heal, heal themselves. And I don't think any one person has all the answers. I think this is all just a practice run. Mm. Right. Um, And I think that that perspective is important But what I was going to say is the way that I really try to start each class and the thing that I try to talk about is finding your rhythm. Mm. And I really focus a lot on the rhythm of nature. And we talk about this in the class, which is that, you know, the moon, the cycle of the moon, the Mm -hmm. tides, the cycle of the tides. This is, again, nature's perfect system. What happens with the tides? They go in and out. What happens with the moon? It's full and it's new. Right. These are the systems. Right. And so our bodies respond to this. I mean, we are, we're what, 84% water or something like that, salt water. Mm-hmm. And so our bodies really respond to the rhythm of nature. And then you can start to assign things like letting go and calling in. Right. Again, let's go to the tide and the moon. When the moon is full, you let go. When the moon is new, you call in. When the tide goes out, you let go. When the tide comes in, you call in, right? So mm-hmm. you start to have this very natural rhythm mm. to that you can create and put to your thoughts, right? And so when you're in that space that we were just talking about where you've dropped in and, you know, it takes a little practice, I think, to not fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Once you have learned to fall asleep in the class, then you know you are like you're doing this, right? Now the next step is to not exactly fall asleep, and when you're in that sort of lucid dreamlike state, that is the place where you can play with intention and thought repatterning and that that and tuning into that cycle of calling in and letting go, 
calling Mm -hmm. in and letting go, calling in and letting go. And it becomes something that you can use in your life as a way of coping, Mm -hmm. right? As Mm -hmm. a way of re-patterning things that, you know, don't serve you well, because you can bring it to that very simple place of, is this something I want to let go of? And what do I want to replace it with? Yes. And isn't that the method in which we all teach ourselves how to do new things? Yes. Oh, thank you for saying that. Because uh, what I would add to that is this is a really fun way of doing it, right? Because we've all been in, I mean, you know, I certainly have been in moments where I'm trying to override a feeling or an emotion with thought. And it just doesn't work. It, It doesn't matter how much mental gymnastics I can do, it's not going to be sustainable unless I embody it through a feeling and through an emotion. And so the sound is such a beautiful way to just drop in real quick. I mean, now I can do it quickly because I've done it for so long. So I just immediately, I'm almost, I'm kind of at a moment where I'm like, I, I just see the bowls that resonate with me and immediately I can just feel the shift in, Mm -hmm. in my body. And so then to drop in and go to that place and to be thinking, now what do I want to let go of? What do I want to let, what, what is no longer useful for me? And I love what you're saying about rhythms because I think this is a real exercise and practice that happens regularly. Like we, every week we're changing and moving and what we, what I needed last week is profoundly different than what I need this week. And so to be in that space on a regular basis to have fun with it mm-hmm. and to be in community with it is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like to think of it as we go to this place where we're becoming, right? Mm-hmm. We are becoming, mm-hmm. we're becoming the next version of ourselves. We are becoming, we're becoming what we want more authentically. And we're just in this place where we've given ourselves a, 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 a small chunk of time really to to deeply rest and deeply connect with ourselves. Mm. And that practice is, I think, so important for everyone, right? Because it gives your mind a break. Yes. Right? From all of that chatter, all of that self-talk, all of the advertising messages and the social media and the stimulation of life. It gives your mind and heart and body and spirit just a place to be quiet. Mm, it's like you said earlier when you said that, you know, it it removes our, our brain from being busy unnecessarily, which I loved. And, you know, to to conclude on in that moment where we're becoming, you know, becoming was my word last night when I was in sound. Becoming. <laughs> like what is becoming and unfolding over the next few months, not over the next 10 years, but just over the next few months. How am I becoming closer to my truest self, right? How I'm, and, and the way I'm doing that is, is listening and sound is a really fun, easy way to listen. So I just thank you for this conversation. Thank you for sharing your not only your gift and your knowledge around sound, but your humanity and your willingness to like be vulnerable inside of your classes with everyone. It's, it's really powerful. 
Thank you. And thank you for this conversation. And I appreciate the opportunity to share some of these thoughts with the uh, you know the the wider group of Nantucket. So come to class. And yeah, practice becoming, is, and we're and we're just start <laughs> practice becoming. Oh my gosh, we're going to end on that, and we're just we have so many more conversations to be had. Thank you for joining us for yes. this episode of Well Being: The Well Within You. I hope you join us next week as we continue to discuss all that makes us well. Be well, friends. <laughs>